LP, it's just me and you tonight. What do you want to talk about? What's the hot topic? I mean, it's got to be the NBA Finals. Although it seems like the king of the NBA is playing like the princess of the NBA. King of the millennials, baby. Yeah, let's do all NBA tonight. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. Does Does Cleveland even have a chance, Joe? They're down 0-2. They're down two points with about four minutes left in well, the, hold on, in the hold first on. half. Before, before we get into it, before we jump into everything, can I can I just plug our sponsor real quick? Oh, wait. We, do don't, ha- we don't have a sponsor. I wish we had a sponsor. Oh, man. One day we'll have a sponsor. Let's do this. There's no chance Cleveland wins, right? I give them one game. You're being generous. I'm being very generous. I mean, they're down two points, four minutes, le- four minutes left in the second quarter. But, I mean, the king of millennials, princess of the NBA, completely got knocked out cold earlier today. Was on the ground for about 25 minutes, waiting for everyone to put the cameras on him. Are you watching? Everyone the game? to talk about him. I can't even watch. I can't even. I love the NBA. I can't even watch. I I'm, I haven't watched a second of tonight's game. Tonight's game three, and I can't bring myself to turn the TV on at all. I mean, look, you got to give LeBron credit for what he's done. Um, he's ten of twelve with twenty three points. It's pretty good for one half of the basketball. But he's such a baby. He's such. He's so annoying. Is there anybody more annoying in the NBA than than LeBron James? I can't tell which of these two teams I hate more. Well, K- Draymond KD Green is a superstars. really, really annoying guy, also. But he's not the face of the league. And you know, I, all the sports talk, all the talking heads. There's like this undertone of I feel bad for LeBron in a lot of what they're saying, and I I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I, I feel bad for LeBron exactly zero percent. It's his fault. This is the NBA he created. In 2010, he created the modern NBA by basically joining his pals in Miami or creating the first super team or the first free agency super team. You know, and this is, okay, this is LeBron 2010 is the reason LeBron 2017 is never, LeBron 2017 from now until the end of his career, LeBron in 2010 is the reason that he will never win another ring. Because we're, you know, from what I've seen in game one and two, Cleveland doesn't have any moves left. They have they have a beast team in the East, but dude, they can't compete with the Warriors. Uh, nobody can compete with the Warriors. Maybe the the two greatest teams of all times. Um, maybe the Bulls get a game or two off of this Warriors team. Maybe the 0-1 Lakers get two games just because they could they would have to deal with Shaq in some capacity. This isn't this is an absolute super team. And I feel LeBron I feel bad for LeBron exactly 0%. He, it, he this is all his fault in my opinion. Well, it's not even my opinion. It's all his fault and that's a fact. It's 100% his fault, but he's not done. He's he's a fool. I mean, he's he's probably already recruiting Melo for 2018. I mean, he's he, you saw him yesterday. He said, "Well, at the end of the day, it's just a basketball game," which is complete loser talk. I mean, you you would never imagine Jordan or Kobe, or any of the greats in this league say that. He's a loser. He's a sore loser. And he just wants to build a super team and coast all the way through the playoffs, coast all the way through the regular season in the playoffs, and 
and maybe have a um, have a tougher time in the finals. But you're right. You're absolutely right. He created this, and he is to blame for this. Yeah. Why? Why? Are every, um, why is everybody getting on Kevin Durant? Like Kevin Durant was a free agent. Like you're allowed to go anywhere you want as a free agent. And the Warriors, like, give them credit too. I mean, they the the three primary parts of their team that haven't changed since Mark Jackson was coaching them. And it's always weird, by the way, that he calls the games that they're playing in as their former coach. Um, like, they drafted those pieces. They drafted Curry, Thompson, Green, and a bunch of others. They, they picked up uh, Sean Livingston on the cheap. Uh, they've had a different center basically every year throughout this run. Like, give the Warriors credit. Why is Kevin Durant being held to the fire here? And, oh, he left them. He left the, the Thunder where you know the ceiling the ceiling was in the western conference the ceiling was going to be the warriors um i i mean i i guess i i changed my perspective my my perception of kd a little bit that he went and created this new super super team but i don't blame him for it this is that's the modern nba it's the nba that lebron set in motion 7 years ago and now you know like you said he's the he's the loudest crybaby in the room about the super team, right? And suddenly Kevin Love isn't good enough. And suddenly, uh, I, I'm sure he's going to turn on Kyrie at some point. Like, this guy is just... And you're right. He's going to make a push for Melo. But I, I don't know what Melo adds to this team. Like, he doesn't get them over. M- maybe he gets them closer to one win, maybe two wins off of this team. But they're still a mile away. Wouldn't you agree? Melo, Melo is not going to work out on this team. I mean, there's literally there's one ball. How many all-stars does this Cavs team have on it? Um, if you count the number of players that have made an all-star game, from the Richard Jeffersons to the Kyle Corvers to J.R. Smith, this whole team, I mean, I don't think J.R. actually ever made it, but it was pretty close. But my point is, LeBron it just brings these all-stars, Darren Williams, all this, this these all-stars to this team, and he still can't, can't get over this. I mean, he's not going to stop. He's just not going to stop. Um, it, you know, Melo's probably going to be here, be there next year. I don't, I don't know. know how they make it work, man. I don't know how they make the like they they're they're restricted by the same salary cap and they have to pay the same luxury tax. Like they don't have draft picks, right? LeBron when he when he went back to Cleveland was like, I'm not going to sit around and wait for for Wiggins to develop. Get him out of here. Give me love. And then Kelly Olynyk ripped his arm out, and then he was like, Oh, he's damaged goods. Give me somebody else. But then he ended up holding on to him. So. You know, I, I don't know how they can just unload. Like, you're gonna get, keep giving up draft picks for, uh, you know, for. I, I mean, Melo isn't the answer in my mind. I, I would, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe, maybe if they can snag Paul George somehow, maybe that gets them a little closer. But let, let's forget about the Cavs. They're yeah. done. They're gonna get swept. Um, LeBron, I, I can't even keep track of how many finals he's been to at this point. It's incredible. Like, I will give him credit for being. I mean, he's an incredible athlete. He's an he's he is the current face of the NBA. Uh, I don't think that Durant has surpassed him per se as the best player in the league, just simply because they've his team has owned LeBron uh, the the first two games or two and a half games of the series. Um, but he, he, I mean, let's look at the Warriors. This this team, if it stays intact. They're not going to lose for like the next like five or six years, wouldn't you agree? Who, who's going to beat this team? Who's going to beat yeah, this the, team? The question is, can they stay intact? I mean, the NBA we know has no parity, and you know the cap. The Warriors got a little lucky because I think Clay and Steph are on cheaper deals. Um, KD blew them out of the water, but 
all these Steph's going to be, I think, a free agent this year and is going to make all this money. And then I think Clay Thompson comes up either next year or the year after this year or, or no, next Clay, year. Clay's on a five. Clay's got two years left. He's got this plus two. I believe Steph has got this plus one. Uh, so they have they have one more year where nothing, you know, if, assuming Kevin Durant exercises his option, which why wouldn't he? Um, this this offseason, it would essentially be the exact same team back next year. And then going into the following year, they would have to change it. But at that point, we'd be talking about a Warriors team that's been to the finals four straight years and potentially won three of them, um, which is incredible. And you know what? If Even if you go back, like, I, I know it's kind of the opposite point of what I was just, just saying a few minutes ago, but... Right now, everybody's giving them a lot, a lot of love, right? Because they're they're potentially going to go sixteen and zero through the playoffs and be the best postseason team in NBA history. The 0-1 Lakers went fifteen and one. They lost one game, which was the first game of the finals to Allen Iverson in the um, against the Lakers in the finals. That was the step over game where he stepped over Tyron Lue. That's like a you know big time shot from AI. Everybody knows that 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 one specific play, but you know. They could have lost a few times this postseason, most notably against the Spurs in Game 1 before Zaza took out uh, Kawhi Leonard. And even going back two seasons ago, uh, it, they went to seven games against... The, or Sorry, they went to, f- I think, five games against the Pelicans, who snuck in when it should have been the Thunder that won out and got into the playoffs that year with a help after Kevin Durant had missed 56 games. Anyway, you know, there's there's some asterisks here as well, but... Last year, they set the, the regular season mark by winning 73 games. They upgrade by adding Kevin Durant, which is just completely insane. Uh, and then potentially go 16-0, sweep the defending champs in the finals. Yeah, I mean, statistically, it's the best team ever. Now, the argument that seems to never go away is, are they better than the 96, 97, or 98 Bulls? Are they better than the 01, 02, and 03 Lakers? Could they could they have beaten Olajuwon in the '95 or '96 Rockets? Um, like those teams were were really special in their own way, but none of them had won 73 games. None of them, with the exception of the Lakers, went to four straight finals. Um, none of them had a have five had five All Stars either, though. Well, I mean the, that '01 on Lakers team was really deep. I mean, if I mean it's it's 16 years ago, but Shaq and Kobe, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, Tyron Lue. Um, I think they Ron Harper was on that team, if I'm not mistaken. Isaiah Ryder was on that team. Uh, Devin George, like they weren't. You're right. They weren't. It wasn't an All Star team. wasn't a Super team by any means. Uh, but at that time in the NBA, you needed two player, two studs, like two world, like incredible All Stars, and you know a bunch of supporting pieces, uh, similar to um, you know Jordan and Pippen or Olajuwon and Cassell. Um, you know that 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 half piece that that those teams had put them over. But I don't know how you get over this Warriors team. I mean, Steph is not a great defender, but he—I sh- I mean, he's the best shooter I think in the, I've ever seen, or he's—he's going to go down as the best shooter in the history of the league. Um, Clay Thompson can d up anybody and can also shoot. Draymond Green is being compared with Dennis, to Dennis Rodman defensively, which you know it seems like it's absurd, but it's really not. I mean, he's—he's he's an undersized power forward center. You know, I mean, they play him however they want to play him. They're um, both as wacko as each other. Yeah, but 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 Rodman wasn't. It can't take the ball from one end of the court to the other, and he's not going to spot up and hit a three. He couldn't even hit free throws, 
you know, it, it's a very interesting. I mean, have you listened to these arguments? To com- yeah, comparing I mean, the Bulls, like, I mean, do you think the Bulls could have gotten past this Warriors team? I mean, for me, I'm I'm a Jordan guy. I mean, that's just because that's who I watched growing up. And to me, you know, even from this, you know, this is kind of stupid, but from the Space Jams, I mean, he Jordan was our hero. I mean, when and then Jordan came to DC, like everything about Jordan, Jordan, we really only saw the the good out of. So, to me. Jordan and the Bulls and Scotty, Scotty Pippen, I would I would take the Bulls over over this team. I mean, plus you got to throw in Phil Jackson, right? I mean, you can't Same compare with Steve Kerr to Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and the Owen Lakers too. I mean, you remember how dominant Shaq was? I mean, it was almost like you had one dagger with with Kobe who can hit any shot on the court. Then you feed it down low into Shaq, and there was absolutely no stopping him. Um, I know, but it, so, it's it's but you know you look at Clay Thompson like he's he's who would Shaq cover on defense? You know he'd be stretched thin. I mean, it, it's kind of the same. You know, I, I'm reminded a lot of when the Phoenix Suns and Mike D'Antoni kind of started this stretch for run and gun or run and fun or fun and gun or whatever stupid name it was uh, with Amar Stoudemire and Steve Nash and all those pieces they had in in Phoenix. They could score a ton of points. Very similar. I mean, it's very similar to this Warriors team, um, and they would force you to guard them or try to guard them, which is why they would have open lanes and lots of dunks and blah blah blah. But defensively, they couldn't stop anybody. And to your point, how would you answer to Sha- like? What would you do with Shaq under the like? Draymond isn't going to d up Shaq, and Zaza ain't going to d up Shaq. So you're you're pretty much you can pretty much pencil him in for thirty points in every game that they these these teams would play. The question is, could he, you know, how many points is he going to give up on the defensive side because he's not going to run out and cover Draymond who's shooting threes or, uh, or I don't know, KD who's who's just doing pull-ups from 17-foot. Like, it's just a weird concept, you know, and there isn't a traditional team like the Lakers right now, and there really isn't a team like the Bulls either. Um, you know, although that Bulls team with Tony Kukoc, they could stretch the court. Robert Ory obviously was a stretch four, so... Yeah, I mean, you said it. You're a Jordan guy. I'm a Kobe guy. I feel like the 0-1 Lakers were still probably a better team. They were, to me, they were deeper. Um, and that's not to, to to crap on this current Warriors team, but in today's modern NBA, there isn't a single team that I think can go and beat the Warriors in a seven-game series as constructed today. I think if you put Paul George on the Cavs, or if you put them on the Wizards, I think they can get one, maybe two games off of this Warriors team. Um, the only exception, and there's no way to know now, is a fully healthy Spurs team this year, meaning Tony Parker at the point, Kawhi Leonard. Um, you know, could they have gotten past this team? I mean, they had them down 20 in Game One before Zaza took out uh, Kawhi. So it it's a it's a question that will never get answered. Um, but you know, if they went 16 and 0, statistically they're the best team in the history of the NBA. It's not to the fault of the Lakers because they only played a uh, best of five series, uh, to open in the first round when back in 01. So you can't really say like, Oh, it's the, that's not a knock on the Lakers. It's just the state of the league at the time. But you know, you know, here we are, we're talking about the NBA. We're not talking about the NBA finals because it's not a competitive series. This has been, I mean, the, the entire NBA playoffs, have been, with the exception of a few games here and there, a, a bunch of the, a bunch of them being Wizards games, um, 
it really hasn't been any excitement at all. And you look across the way to the NHL playoffs, and it's the the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite. You got the Penguins versus the, the nobodies of Nashville. And, uh, I mean, so much excitement around the NHL, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. By comparison, the NBA Finals are complete dud. I mean, just a complete dud. And and all the talking heads are looking for uh, silver lining and, well, the Cavs lost by more points through two games last last year. Yeah, but that Warriors team didn't have the Warriors. That Warriors team didn't have KD, and that that version of LeBron James wasn't so uh, just so, so whiny and annoying. But I don't know. I, I mean, are you watching the game now? Can, can we get a live update? Or is it halftime? It's halftime now. The the Cavs had it close. I think it was like fifty four, fifty nine, and. No and then uh, uh, the Warriors blew them out. It's now it's I think it's a uh, 67-59 or something like that. Yeah, it's it, just really, it really doesn't matter. I mean, game over, series over. Um, you know, this hopefully the NBA Finals is probably getting um, horrible ratings, and I probably shouldn't be watching it to kind of send that message. But I mean, the NBA has got to find a way to have a little bit more parity. I mean, it's got to be closer to the NFL than it is what it is now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you can never count the Spurs out. And to your point earlier, I think if any team is built like the 0-1 Lakers or closer to like the Bulls would be the Spurs of this year um, with LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol. I mean, they, they weren't they weren't really that all-star team that had guys who can shoot threes, uh, five guys who can shoot threes at the same time. So, um, and, and you're right. I mean, the Spurs had the Warriors on their heels in game one and and uh, Zaza did what Zaza does, and you know, took out, <laughs> we'll took out Kawhi. Know. We'll never know. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, they're on pace to win sixteen. This. They're on pace to win sixteen. I mean, best ever, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know if I, I wouldn't call them the best team to to ever be in the NBA. The the NBA is just a different. It's it's a different game now than it was before. It's kind of like the Patriots and their almost undefeated season, but then. You know, not and comparing them to the Dolphins of old or the the Bears of old um, or any of the the old greats, the Redskins. Um, it's just it's a different game. I don't I don't. It's almost like comparing apples to oranges. So I wouldn't know if I'd, I'd compare them. But at the end of the day, I'm taking Jordan over Kobe or Jordan over LeBron and Kobe over LeBron and both of them over anyone on the the Warriors right now. I might even take Reggie Miller over Steph Curry at, at shooting. I don't know. That, no, 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 no. You you can't. I mean, just numbers you, wise, you can't. What was Reggie's one one stat where he had? Keep like, in mind, hold what, on. Twelve Keep points in three seconds or something Half, like that. Yeah, but, well, Tracy McGrady had twelve points in like uh, nine, 19 seconds, I think, uh, when he was with the Rockets. But just keep in mind, Reggie Miller played half of his career with the short three point line, and half of it with the long. So. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, he was a fantastic shooter, but like you said, different league. Um, you know, and and to be fair, Steph doesn't really shoot from the three point line. He, he's shooting from like the the whatever that thing is called, that random line forty feet away. Like he's not shooting three pointers. It's it's absurd actually where he shoots from. So it's not. Uh, I mean, Steph is just he's Steph's ruining the NBA. He's ruining basketball in a, in his own way because, you know. For for our entire life, the most spectacular play in basketball was a dunk. Was a dunk, and nobody could dunk, but anyone in theory can shoot a three. So, 
thank Steph for ruining basketball by making everyone think rec leagues around rec leagues and church leagues and random parks on a Saturday. Everybody's just throwing up three pointers now. Um, but whatever, yeah. you know. I, let, hold on, hold let on. me Don't, ask you this. I, I gotta ask you one. I gotta ask you one because I heard one of the craziest hypotheticals. Uh, you know, regarding like, is LeBron has LeBron surpassed Jordan, or is he the best ever? Blah blah blah. I think that all gets put to rest. Um, you know, seven trips to the finals or eight or whatever, however many it is, he's got more losses in the finals than wins. It's incredible he's made it seven straight years. Um, you know, but you can't surpass his team has made it seven straight years. Sure, but you 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 can't surpass Jordan when you get swept. I think that's the final nail in the coffin in this in this argument. Um, you know, is he better than Jordan? But could a team of five Michael Jordans beat five LeBron James? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I've been listening to these. The boys at uh, part of my take have been talking about these crazy hypotheticals. That one completely floored me. It completely floored me. I'll, I'll tell you what. Five Jordans can mentally beat five LeBrons. Five physical LeBrons probably beat five physical Jordans. LeBron is just a freak of an athlete. His size, I mean, he's 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 so broad. Like He's just all muscle. I mean, I, I hate the guy. I can't stand him. I think he's a he's a wuss, but I mean he's just a freak athlete. I don't know, I, but like I said, I mean I'm I'm a Jordan guy, so I'm taking Jordan over anybody probably my whole entire life. I don't think right, I'll but, ever find anyone. But five LeBrons, who's, who's there? Five LeBron. I mean five Jordans could not d up five LeBrons. He's just too big. Yeah. Right. Okay. One more. One yeah, more. But, one more crazy. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Five LeBrons um, doesn't really matter because they won't pass the ball to each other. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. It, it won't matter because none of them will shoot because they always pass each other. No one's going to take a big shot. If the, if the game's on the line, no one's going to take a game. You know, maybe that's well, the way. Well, it depends. it depends. Maybe we should Le- tweak it. Five LeBrons for five Jordans, but every shot they take is the last shot of the game. Oh, absolutely, Jordan. Yeah, see? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right. One more, one more. Uh, this was also from those guys. Um, could, could LeBron James the player, with Tyron Lue, the player, plus Tyron Lue, the coach, beat, could they beat Michael Jordan, the player, Steve Kerr, the player, and Steve Kerr, the coach? Oof. I'm telling you, this is this is what the NBA Finals has become. Crazy Wait, hypotheticals. So, so the Steve Kerr player, Steve Kerr coach, and was it Steph Curry? Who 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 was the player? No, it's Jordan, Jordan, oh, Jordan, Jordan, and okay. Steve Kerr, the player, and Steve Kerr, the coach. Steve Kerr, the coach that can't walk right now. What do you think? I would definitely go Jordan and Steve Kerr. Definitely, <laughs> Steve Kerr was good. Steve, Steve Kerr was good. Okay, but they essentially Luke they'd be playing two on three start. right now because Steve Kerr, the coach, can't move. <laughs> Uh, good point. See, this is what we should do. We should just come up with crazy hypotheticals because it's it's better than the actual product on the court. Good point. Right. Can we can we get a can we get a Wizards hypothetical? Uh, let's think of one. Why not? I don't know. Speaking of the Wizards, have you heard um, 
three former Wizards want to come back to play. Ameka Okafor, Jan Vesely, and uh, Kwame Brown. Apparently, Vesely's getting scouted. Uh, but I, I don't want I, I don't want him anywhere near the team. Okafor, I wouldn't. Okafor was a cerebral guy. I, I would consider taking him back. He was undersized for a power forward center, but I mean, we we clearly yeah. lack the depth at that at the both positions, especially but with he, uh, with the Polish hammer on his way out. I mean, he had Peyton Peyton Manning neck surgery, uh, so I'm not sure how that can hold up. I mean, if he wants physically. to come back, I mean, why not work him out? Well, you, you don't lose anything. But they gotta—I think they gotta make a splash in, in the off season. I think they gotta. I mean, it's annoying that Otto Porter is gonna get paid, you know, potentially a hundred million dollars and average thirteen points a game or fourteen points a game. Um, but that's the—that's the state of the NBA, and you can't let him walk. Um, you know, and if you do lock him up with that kind of money, then you really can't go out and say. Paul George, why don't you come join us? Um, although I don't think he has I, any interest in coming here anyway. Paul George to the Lakers, I think, is a done deal. Yeah, uh, probably. Done I, deal. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the Wizards can make a play for Gordon Hayward um, and, and and bring him here from from Utah. I think he's actually a really good fit with this team because he he can give you the he can give you the stretch option. He can definitely play some defense. Um, you know, he can handle the ball a little bit too from the two or three position. I, I would love to see him in a Wizards uniform. I, I don't think Utah lets him walk though. But the problem is with that, you can't pay Otto Porter and then have him come off the bench. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I if agree. you're paying Otto Porter, he's starting at the three. You're not replacing Bradley Beal, John Wall. So the only options are either the four or the five position. And I think they're good at the four. It'd be interesting to see what they do with Gortat, who's being a diva. I don't know. One problem yeah. at a time. One problem at a time. Yeah. It's, we're done. Well, hold on. So, Well, I have a question. My last question. All right. Hit me. You said Draymond Green is annoying. Who's more annoying, Draymond Green or JaVale McGee's rat tail? Any, uh, JaVale McGee. Every, anytime he's in a question, no, just he's the his answer. rat tail. <laughs> just his rat tail. Then only his rat tail. He, he is, it's such an embarrassment that he's going to be an NBA champion. It's such an embarrassment that someone in 2017 has a rat tail. Whatever, man. He, I mean, the guy makes bonehead plays left and right. I mean, he's picking a fight with Shaq and then wearing his hat to the, like during the walk-in or whatever. He's so aggravating. But like, there's no greater embarrassment than JaVel McGee being an NBA champion. That's just so. Even you know, there's other guys on that team too on the Warriors that people don't realize. Like David West is just chasing a ring. Um, David West was somebody that the Wizards were trying to bring in before he went to the Spurs. And, you know, he's just sitting over there making, you know, $5 an hour because he wants a ring. So, you know, when you when you have a team like that, there's always going to be veterans that are willing to come in on the minimum just because they want a ring. Um, but That's pretty much what players do to the Patriots as well. Not to some extent. But, well, the Patriots are going to – just wait until we get to our uh, – our our football uh, previews preview shows because the the Patriots are poised to make a run at, at you know at history. I think Brandon Cooks is going to be just nuts in that offense. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Anything else you want to talk about? The stupid NBA Finals It'll be over um, on Friday. Hopefully, we can look forward no, to other stuff. It's it's already over, Joe. It's it's done. We didn't even talk about who we want to win, or are we even going to watch the rest of the series? No. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I've, I've, I haven't missed a finals game in my entire adult life, and I'm sitting here talking to you, recording this, and not watching Game Three because it's so, it's so disappointing. But 
I'll tell you, looking at my face is more entertaining than than watching this. You know, you want to talk about where the other two uh, the other two clowns are tonight, or should we should we put them on blast? I know one one's got a wife that's uh, flying out of town, so uh, there's certain activities probably transpiring at this time. The other is uh, I don't know. He's I don't know. Are you gonna put him on blast? I kind of want to because I feel like calling his bluff. I feel like FP just. Uh, I feel like he's doing some something else over there. He just—he's not being straightforward with us. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe when we post the link to listen to this, we'll post the picture he sent us. How about that? I think that's a good idea. We'll see. If it, we'll see if we get more hits that way. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's worth a shot. <laughs> Why not? Why Can not? Can we talk so, about the the one game that matters this week, which is uh, USA Trinidad Tobago tomorrow? Sure, let's do it, baby. I'm 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 always ready to talk soccer. Oh, you know what? This is the best. Those two idiots can't tell us to shut up. We can talk. We can talk <laughs> soccer for the next hour if we want. It's the one game that matters this week. Well, Christian Pulisic. Yeah, dude. I mean, your boy. Your boy's that, gonna light it up dude. tomorrow. Your boy's gonna he light is. it up tomorrow. I'm what do you got? What's your prediction for tomorrow? Uh, give me give me two one. Give me two one. I think the 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 U.S. still got they. I'm not a Bruce Arena guy, but I I do like what he's I I like what he's trying to do tactically. Um, I think I still think they uh, they need some defensive help. But there's some holes in there, especially when they get fatigued. Um, I read something about the team. They give up more goals between the 70th and 80th minute than any other team uh, in the top 30. I think in the world or something to that effect. So um, you know, I think they'll give up one, but if they get two, I, I don't really care. Um, you know, we should we should uh, we should do a show just soccer. I think we gotta talk Confederations Cup too. There's a lot going on in the world of soccer in just in the month of June. Um, you know, the Confederations Cup in Russia is going to be huge. Also, I don't know if you've uh, started looking into that at all yet. Yeah, plenty of soccer uh, coming up over the summer. What's your prediction so, for tomorrow? Actually, I should I should have thrown it back to you. What do you got? Who do you got tomorrow? I'm gonna go two zero U.S. Christian Pulisic times two, times one, and an assist. Oh, to, I think Clint, I think Clint Dempsey gets gets the record tomorrow. I think okay. he's one shy of Landon Donovan. I think he gets that tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I agree. the The defense is a little suspect. I think John Brooks was was injured last last game. I think it was just a hamstring or something like that. So we'll see if he plays. But, but uh, yeah, and Tim Howard. 45-year-old or however old he is is still got it. Yeah, but if he's in if he's it's hard to say make a change, but I think it's time to make a change. And I would I'd rather do it now give give whoever the goalkeeper is going to be give him give him an opportunity to get comfortable. Um, you know, you're right. Tim Howard, he's had a nice run. Uh, but I don't know, man. There's something about him in that makes me nervous. He made some incredible saves this past weekend. I know, but, I mean, but this is typical. I mean, look, I, I've watched him for I've watched him. I feel like for for two decades in the EPL, and yeah, the international game is different. But he'll he'll follow up a great game or a great two games with just some stupid, stupid performances that just leave you shaking your head. So, um, you know, I, I'm. It's a different team, even though it's it's Bruce Arena. You know, V two. Uh, you know they have some other talent at the goalkeeper position. Some, um, if it's ready to step in or if, if there's an opportunity, I'd like to see somebody else get some run because he's, you know, he has clearly lost a step. You know, is he going to be ready for next summer? Is I mean, we 
we got we have so much soccer to talk about. But Tim Howard. Well, you you got to remember. I think I think Arenas is his goal. Bruce's goal is is to qualify. So he's got to play whoever is going to give him the best chance to qualify. And I think he's you know will take the World Cup and other tournaments at a later time. Um, but I think Brad Guzan can also step in and Pray for I, to Guzan. be honest, I can, I could, I consider him and him and Tim Howard kind of a wash. I agree. I agree. You know, uh, the guy, that, is, the guy that never gets any play, why doesn't Bill Hamid get any love whatsoever? Is he not American? He, like what, what am I missing here? Because he plays in the MLS. No. Well, actually, actually Bruce does love his MLS players. Yeah. Tim, whatever. But, Tim, but we Tim all know, uh, he plays for the Colorado tornadoes or the backsplashes or whatever they're called. The Rapids. Rapids, Rapids. Thank you. Yes. But we all know that um, Jurgen did not like MLS players. So <laughs> Jurgen recruited a very, very specific type of German American, <laughs> uh, German first American, very distant second player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk soccer, dude. We got to do another show. Let's, let's, uh, I let's, think we need to have a dedicated fans. show for soccer. Yeah. I think we need a Confederations Cup show, preview show. Break down the eight teams. Talk a little bit about Russia, what the Confederations Cup's all about. Um, let's do it. Let, let's let's set a time up and uh, let's knock it out, Be- especially without those other two telling us uh, to shut up every 10 seconds when we talk about the beautiful game. The most played international game ever. Let's do it. It's kind of nice to have a show, actually, without uh, having to talk about the Nationals or to hear FP cry about the Capitals. It's pretty nice. It's kind of nice. Are you, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, I'm definitely thinking what you're thinking. But uh, let's talk off air. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, nope. I think uh, Cleveland uh, is kind of coming back, 63-69, but series is still over. Yeah, I don't care. 66-69. Series is over. It's over. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. J.R. Smith has nine points, which is more than, what, his past 25 games? I heard Kyle Corver dunk the ball. Hey, white man can jump. Dude, if he had a dunk, they should just give him the game. They should it should be <laughs> over. Whatever. It's a disaster. Anyway, we're done. We are done. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hustle and get rich.